and welcome to episode 18 of Engagement Express, the podcast series for HR, engagement and internal communication professionals. My name's Katie Siche and I'm a global internal communications consultant who's worked with many well-known global brands to support their colleague engagement strategies. Join me every fortnight to hear more about the things you should be reviewing and doing regularly to increase engagement. So, where do we find IC or internal comms in 2021? It's always interesting how an arbitrary date like January becomes a starting point for all things to change. But we all know that business is much more fluid than that, no matter what the calendar says. So we find ourselves in a constant state of change. Internal comms is no different to any other area or field of expertise, in that it will always benefit from constant review and continuous improvement. IC has been the focus of a lot of attention during the ongoing crisis, and it has become more apparent that this function plays a pivotal role in helping businesses stay connected and in touch with their employees. The tacit and unspoken contract, formerly entitled the psychological contract, has certainly been put to the test. IC has been under pressure and in the spotlight, so leaders now have a better understanding of the pivotal role that this function plays in helping businesses simply to carry on. No small feats. Has this resulted in more budget and more resource? I believe it has to some extent, but certainly no longer viewed as the poor cousin to marketing and external communications, but there's still some way to go. I have witnessed the IC profession over the last 15 years transition from a side job to one that is fully acknowledged as a profession in its own right. One that has a range of professional and academic courses dedicated to it and a clear and enticing career ladder to take a new entrant from junior to seasoned pro, heading up a department team and managing a budget. People working in internal communications must still be prepared to push for a seat at the proverbial table where they can have a voice and have that voice heard. Internal communicators have a crucial role to play in supporting organisations to achieve their business goals. There is still this misconception that internal communications is only responsible for sending communication to employees about the business strategy, performance, goals, etc. But what some companies are still missing is the realisation that IC is mainly there to bridge the gap between those making decisions about the business and those responsible for executing those decisions. A lot of this coordination, facilitation and creation should be focused on understanding the psychology of employees and their perceptions about the business, its leaders and the way business is conducted. This insight should be the yardstick to measure a company's performance against its mission, vision and values. Employees are now more aware than ever of how authentic a business is 
and whether it still remains true to its purpose. IC should be ambassadors of the company's purpose and be able to tell it back or sing it back, Maloko style, 90s dance track, look it up, <laughs> in ways that ring true for all employees. The rise of the business partner. So what's the most effective way to work with the business as part of the business and for the internal communications team to provide the business with those powerful insights? Well, it's a route that HR has been using for many years to great effect. The BP, or business partner, is not an approach that has been fully adopted by companies in relation to IC professionals. To truly understand a business, it's crucial for a function like internal communications to be embedded in the business. That embedding should mean that they are involved and knowledgeable about the performance targets, successes, challenges, priorities and results. This involvement needs to be much more than surface participation. To be a genuine partner to a business unit, IC must be embraced by the unit or even employed by it. I have seen this done with great results. So the business will find, hire and manage an ICBP. So there is no doubt that they are an additional leg of the business because they are literally owned by the business. The only downside to this is that the ICBP will usually be more closely aligned with the business they report to and therefore will have very little to do with the central IC team. Collaboration with the central team is also crucial because that will be where all the decisions are taken regarding campaigns, channels, strategy, etc. If the ICBP is too detached or completely divorced from the central processes and governance, there is a danger they will go completely native and lose all connection with the centre. I have seen this happen a few times and it's almost as though the business partner is doing a completely different job to the central IC team members. IC in crisis mode. During the ongoing pandemic, internal communication professionals have been called upon to carry the heavy mantle of keeping employees informed. COVID updates have absolutely consumed the IC community as companies have sought to create a secure environment. Regular internal communications channels have long gone unnoticed by senior executives, but these very same channels are now in sharp focus. In-depth discussions are taking place about these comms vehicles at the upper echelons of the business. C-suite execs who previously knew nothing or very little about the ways in which employees were kept informed have now, over the last eight months, become acutely aware of each one, how they work, the content and the reach. What this has meant is IC has suddenly been exposed and positioned under a very strong spotlight that reached intense levels during the first wave of COVID. Whilst the extra attention has been welcome, 
in some instances. It has also put added pressure on IC professionals to become formal advisors to the business, whereas before this may not have been the case. In my experience, this has been both a bitter and sweet adventure. On the one hand, senior leaders have a better understanding of how IC works on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. On the other hand, more pressure has been applied without any long-term plan to increase resource or budget allocation. This double-edged sword has created a situation where increased expectation to deliver puts IC in an awkward position of being exposed but also naked with not much to cover up in front of the crowd. However, there is an excellent upside. The increased involvement of IC at the decision table has gifted them with a significantly better insight to how the organisation they work for runs and how decisions are made that affect the company. New Skills So what are the new skills that IC practitioners require in this new era of exposure? Well, the same as before is what most stalwarts of the industry would say. Alongside the basics of good writing, paraphrasing, collation and condensing of complex information, one might also add negotiation, influencing and financial acumen. The seat at the table will require knowledge of what the financial results mean in terms of shareholders, who the board may be accountable to, or employees who are majority shareholders. As well as being able to listen, empathy always raises its head. In episode 17, my guest Jihan Hyde spoke about the importance of EQ, emotional quota or emotional intelligence. Understanding how to extract the underlying tones or sentiments when speaking with employees is paramount to garner accurate insights. Psychology is also a handy subject to have some knowledge of. People always behave in a particular way for a reason or reasons. Finding out what makes the people who work for your organisation tick will help shape behaviours and values in an intelligent and meaningful way. But what about the so-called harder skills that can take years to master? Are any of these required? When I started out in internal communications professional around 15 years ago, I was coding websites and intranets. This knowledge stood me in good stead when tech started to explode in IC via tools like Yammer, various forums, content management systems, and more latterly, social collaboration platforms like Workplace. Having some level of understanding about the technology behind these platforms can be invaluable during the implementation phase of the project. Having trained hundreds of intranet contributors, I always found that I could explain in more simple terms the way to get the best out of the technology for lay people. So I would add teaching skills into the mix of traits required. Handholding and guiding comes with the territory and can actually be most rewarding and satisfying. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engagement Express. It's clear that the recent crisis has been a double-edged sword 
for internal communicators. On the one hand, they are much more visible than they were previously to those making decisions in the organisation. But has that visibility resulted in increased budget and resource allocation? I'm not so sure. Please do listen, rate and subscribe. Reach out to me via LinkedIn at Kate or send me an email at Kate at wheretolookcoms.co.uk. That's Kate, I-S-I-C-H-E-I. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. You just need to know where to look.